Hey everyone, and welcome to- Wait, what? Oh! Ooh, this is a sparkly bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn. Hello, and welcome to Epicurean Unicorn. Today, it is only I, one of the hosts, Brayden, here with you, and I was able to have a sit-down with the president of Parados U.S., Andy Brimacombe. Andy was kind enough to stop in and talk to us about our new purpose, and we are very excited to share with you that conversation. Of course, before we do that, well, there's something else that we have to do, and that's get down into Club Unicorn. We couldn't dream of speaking with Andy from any place else. That means we're going to go down some steps, through a door. We're going to give a little nod to a unicorn bouncer, say, hey, how you doing? Unicorn Chef has prepared, of course, all English food in honor of Andy today. I see some, uh, I see some Marmite, uh, I see some Bovril. Uh, a lot of food looks kind of maybe boiled perhaps kind of bland and uh, no, I'm being unfair. I'm sorry. I'm being unfair. Uh, English food is, of course, wonderful. There's plenty of fish and chips and many other delicacies uh, from the island. And when I see what they are, I'll share that with everybody. Now, moving right along, everyone's probably saying, how do I get in and enjoy this wonderful, delicious buffet that the Unicorn Chef has prepared in Club Unicorn? Well, here is what you do. You find the podcast app of your choice if it's apple podcasts great we're going to check it if it's not you're going to have to take a screenshot go on in there write a review make that review a five-star review write whatever you want tell people that you can't wait to uh, not eat the food in club unicorn tell everybody you hate the sound of my voice we don't care as long as you write a review and hit five stars you are here in club unicorn with us and we're so happy to have you And remember, even if you use Apple Podcasts and you are outside of the United States, you still need to screenshot that review and email it to us at epicureanunicorn at parados.com. Now, once all that's been done, you're also in Club Unicorn. Thank you and congratulations. It is now, of course, time to get to our conversation with Andy. Again, Andy dropped by to speak about our new purpose, which really is exciting to everybody around the office, the... uh, 47 of us that show up right now, given the, you know, still current COVID restrictions. It is great, though, when we do get to see people in the office. It's really nice. We enjoy it. I cannot wait, though, for all of you to hear what Andy had to say. So let's just get to it. All right. Hit it. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time out for us today. We really appreciate it. You're here to talk about a very special announcement that Parados made on January 28th of 2022. And that's our new purpose. So let's not beat around the bush. Let's get right to it. What's our new purpose? Well, great to be with you, Brayden. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited about our new purpose. I'll just get straight into your question, which is our purpose is about moving the planet forward by creating innovative food solutions. And we do that because we want to improve the health and well-being of people everywhere. That's really what it is in a nutshell. Uh, in terms of purpose, but obviously uh, any company's purpose is broader than that, and it breaks down into a few other things. We need to have a mission. Uh, We've also refreshed our values and our working principles as well. Can you give me a few examples of what we're going to be doing with our, our values, our working principles, our mission? Well, part of the mission of Paratos has always been to make people, to make our customers successful with their business. That's not changing. That's not going anywhere. We want to. We want that to be absolutely fundamentally uh, the same. 
Um, and we do that by turning technologies and experiences from food cultures around the world into new opportunities for them. We really believe that we have an incredibly global presence. We believe that makes us as unique in terms of the scope and the number of countries we are in around the world. We also have a, a strategy where we employ people locally in all of those countries, we produce locally, but we're able to come together globally as well. And that gives us a pretty unique perspective around all of the things that are happening in different parts of the world and how we can work together to respond to consumer trends, ultimately to give consumers what they're looking for uh, and meet their needs, which really we believe is going to help make our customers successful. Um, to be honest with you, the values and principles haven't changed that much. And I we've, we've had a CEO change at the beginning of the year, which I'll come on and talk about a, a bit later. I remember when we, when we were going through that transition period, one thing our tremendously successful former CEO said to the new incoming CEO, who's been with the company for 26 years, by the way, he said, change everything but the values. And I think that's an enduring principle that has remained throughout the life of Paratos. Um, the company that was founded in a garage in Belgium in 1919 is basically unrecognizable today. But at every event in history through world wars and global pandemics, you see the values enduring. So we may have tweaked some words here and there, um, but we're deep believers in our in our values of vision, integrity, collaboration, courage, uh, passion and quality, and we don't want those to go anywhere. Can you speak a little bit about why we're so invested in those values and why it's so important now to put a focus on this purpose? I'll say anyone who now sees our logo, they see our new tagline, Food Innovation for Good. And for me, that really literally puts the stamp on what we're doing. But why is it so important that we are doing what we're doing? It's a fantastic question. And I just go back a couple of years in history. I mean, I think if you think back through all of our careers in the last 20 or 20 or so years, you know, there's been a lot of emphasis on corporate mission statements and vision values and these type of things. And there's a risk and a danger that they've become a bit bland in some cases. Um, what I'm so proud of is that having lived through the pandemic um, at Paratos, the company from the shareholders all the way down to our employees in the factories has really lived our values. And they have been a guiding light when we've had to make difficult decisions throughout. And it's something that we've always come back to. And as I mentioned, they've endured through our history. Um, so it feels like a great time to put our values and our purpose uh, at the center of what we're doing especially when you consider the level of change that we're seeing and we've seen around us in the last few years. Um, I mean, over the la last couple of years, we've seen huge shift in, in society, societal changes, disruption, um, all sorts of things like that happening. And obviously, we're emerging from the back end of the pandemic. Um, we hope, obviously, for, for much better things ahead for, for, for humanity. And as I mentioned, we've also gone through a leadership transition ourselves. So all of those factors really mean for, for us, it's an absolutely perfect time to release this, this new purpose, uh, which has, as you mentioned, the tagline, food innovation for good. Can you offer any examples of perhaps what customers might see us doing differently now? Same values. Will any actions change? We still have Cacao Trace. We still have these wonderful sustainability programs. 
Will we be doing more around that? What can people expect to see in the execution of this this new purpose, this extension of our vision? I, I think a continued commitment uh, to the core principles that we've that we've worked on and that have endured, as I mentioned. So um, we believe in a virtuous circle between superior economic performance. Uh, the ability to invest in social programs like Cacao Trace and the bakery schools that you mentioned, and mapping our own destiny as a family company. When we have those three things working together, we believe that we can control the outcomes, we can invest in what's important, um, and we can double down on the things that we believe can make our customers successful, make the industry successful, and ultimately make ourselves successful. Things like the investments we've made through Taste Tomorrow, in consumer understanding, and also in many other programs focused around innovation. So in terms of what to expect, it's more innovation, deeper consumer understanding. And we we believe we've got the right strategic platforms and focus. We're really accentuating our focus on health and well-being, which is a very important global global thing for us. But we're really looking to double down on all of those things uh, because they're, they're at the heart of what consumers want. Most definitely. We hear from a lot of folks who have been on that exact theme of health and well-being and sustainability and consumers wanting to know that the brands they're buying are believers in those subjects, are taking action that's positive, but also that the companies that those brands work with, that would be us, also believe that. And that's, to me, a big part of this new purpose. Absolutely well articulated. Um, it, it's for for sure. I think there are there are many things that we have been doing, perhaps under the radar. And I think what the the uh, new purpose does is it really articulates those, brings them together in a very compelling way under this tagline of food innovation for good. It really says everything that we're trying to achieve and focus on. And you know we can list many of many of the things uh, that I've talked about, like the consumer understanding, the Cacao Trace program, the social programs, Paratos for Purpose here in the US and the bakery schools, which you've been so involved in. Uh, but it, it really gives us a framework to think about what we want to do uh, and a, a clear direction and, and guiding light uh, as we chart the future. I like that way of looking at it. Really, again, when you look at that line, food innovation for good, it really is a roadmap, or it's that signpost at the end that we're going for. We're moving in that direction. And like you said, we can bring everything we're doing under that umbrella. I think that's a very powerful motivator for us here and also for our customers and for consumers to inspire them. Great. I really don't think there's anything more we can even say about this. You have succinctly and very clearly explained what the purpose is, how we're going to execute it, and why it's important. Even though as the president of Parados US, I can't let you off the hook without running you through the ringer, though. And are you ready, Andy, to answer a few of my quick and quirky questions? I would expect nothing less from you, Brayden. Excellent. I'm glad we're on the same page. First up, you've lived in Chicago. You've lived now outside of Philadelphia. You're originally from England. Who does pizza the best? Is it Chicago deep dish or is it East Coast? Oh, Braden, I'm, I'm going to get a reaction to the, however <laughs> I answer this question. I have to go with my, uh, my personal preference. I think the best pizza I've personally had 
was in Italy, uh, just outside Naples, um, and it was it was really it was really incredible. Um, people can read into the, what they yeah. like in terms of the U.S. <laughs> impact of that yeah. of, of that answer, but but that that would be my best pizza. Uh, see, I know you're a big fan of pizza, and you've given a, a very good answer. Everybody can walk away happy, and we can agree that the originators, of course, would do it the best. <laughs> okay. My next question, Bovril. Please explain this to me as somebody from England. What is the deal with Bovril? <laughs> it's, it's another yeast extract product. We also have one called Marmite. Um, I think there are certain things that you have to grow up with, mm-hmm. otherwise they're unexplainable. Yes. And most of the countries that I've visited, <laughs> traveled to, and, and lived in, have basically the same thing. So I can make no excuses <laughs> for Bovril, but it's like the jokes go sometimes. You had to be mm-hmm. there, and I think you had to be there in your formative years uh, for it to make sense. I, I have to ask, is it? I've seen people enjoy it as a warm drink. I, is that really the best way to enjoy Bovril? <laughs> um, yeah, it can be a warm drink. It can be like a spread as well. Um, so again, many people would argue about what the rest, the, what the best application of Bovril might be, but it is very common to enjoy it as a warm drink. I think that's something that I will pass up the next time we have a snowy day <laughs> in my neck of the woods. <laughs> I'll stick to a nice tea. Good. And, that's a good choice. And that leads me to my third and final question. If you could only enjoy one type of tea again, what type of tea would it be? Well, I have to admit to being a super bad Englishman because I'm not a massive tea drinker. I actually uh, am a big fan <laughs> of, of coffee. Uh, but I, if I had to dr- drink one tea, it's, it's definitely one of the herbal teas, uh, one of the infusions. Um, maybe a nice uh, berry-type okay. flavored herbal tea would be my, uh, my cup of tea. Your cup of tea. Well, excellent. I think that's where we have to end it. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. And we're very lucky to have had Andy in his time today. So Andy, thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Brayden. A big thank you to Andy for taking that time with us. It was really nice to get to hear his perspective on the new purpose. And it's been really exciting getting to see everyone around the office being excited, being energized, being engaged, and more so than that, even when we share it now with with customers or with anyone we're talking to, vendors, those are folks that I spend a lot of time working with, they're all really excited and engaged by our new purpose as well. And that really jazzes us up. And I also want to give a big shout out and a thank you as well to my team and really the whole R&D team, who all throughout the last year did such a great job with what we call Prados for Purpose. I've seen in all of our innovation centers supporting local charities. Out west, they're supporting Ronald McDonald House. Uh, The the Zoom meetings that I get to see where these kids, their faces just light up. It's it's really great. So a special thank you to, you know, my team, all the technical advisors at Parados for doing this, and then the the larger R&D community that's been coming into the innovation centers and the other departments too, who have been working from home now for almost two years, but also come in for these events. HR, I'm looking at you. Marketing, Sarah, you are a superhero. Purchasing, finance, everybody who's been stopping by. Thank you so much for all the support. It really means a lot to us. And I would just close by saying it's not only businesses that can always have a new purpose. 
you know, all of us can also do our part. We've talked a little bit about it before on the show. It's hard right now. We might not all be able to get out and do the actions that we'd like to or even donate the money that we'd like to. I would just say again, everyone, it's really fulfilling personally when you stop, you take a moment and you say, all right, what does having a purpose look like to me? What does volunteer work look like to me? And you can really find some interesting spaces. And these places, they will take any help you get. You know, just every so often, we can't do it often, but I take my nine-year-old and we help sort food for a food bank. It's set up through the temple where we're members. And it really, you can see that he's getting something out of it, even if he doesn't quite know what it is yet. And, you know, and it's, it's good for me to see that and it's good for us to know that we're helping. On that note, since we are a food company, I can tell you if you live around the Philadelphia area, Phil Abundance does great work. Uh, it's something that I also try to support personally when I can, you know, when I'm financially able to. And hey, you know what? We got places all over the country, but I know uh, another place we have, we are out in LA on the West Coast. There's the uh, Hollywood Food Coalition and another podcaster who's on the show, John Champion, has been working with them. And mainly it's a couple guys actually from uh, something called the Trek Geeks Podcast Network that have been working with the Hollywood Food Coalition as well and to see the work that they're doing, getting people out and getting them to help feed, you know, the homeless on the other coast where we also have, you know, a big innovation center. That means a lot. So whatever you can do, you know, I would just say, hey, it's great. It's wonderful that Prados has a new purpose. It really excites me. I can't wait to get even more into our sustainability efforts and trying to make our buildings lean green machines for our customers to come into. All of us, though, can do our part, too, because that's what's really going to make a difference is all of us doing our little part. Again, thank you so much to Andy for coming in. It meant a lot to us to get that time with you. Andy, great, great job. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, be well, take care, and as always, we will be seeing you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, baking troubles, or are just epicurious about the topics discussed today, you can send an email to epicureanunicorn at If your question is short and sweet, we may even feature it on the show. Epicurean Unicorn is a production of the Parados Corporation. Help us to keep spreading the magic of food through continued conversation and the pursuit of knowledge.